so are we are we doing it is it happening it's happening on my end is it happening on your end it's happening no i just wasn't sure if we were like chit-chatting until the hulu was done or what no the hulu is paused oh is it are you not seeing a market increase in pixels no no, you're looking you're looking better okay good you're not just a beautiful blob of blur it's blur it's it's beautiful (laughs) and i hear your nasally voice and your switch i find so annoying i go oh it's you yeah i'm so pissed off that home movies is not on netflix anymore oh is that really true they went off netflix yeah it's it's really really true it's not it's not there i don't know i wonder if i still have the apps at one point i may have deleted them because i was like hey it's on netflix i don't need these anymore but that was a mistake i think i can find some dvd copies of those apps oh yes might be able to hook you up you have DVDs, that's right. I do. I don't normally I don't go to them very often, but hey. DVD player. DVD player. That's actually the one thing that really uh dates that <laughs> dates that <laughs> show more than anything else. Cause it's like it's conceivable that Brendan's mom and Brendan would not have phones. And it's conceivable that that John McGurk is not together enough to actually own a phone mm-hmm. or like you know, he could have <laughs> just broken it somewhere. So for that, it's still kind of up in the air. But the idea that he actually was was going through the sleep study program just for a DVD player is what dates it. To save up money for it the DVD. It's no longer timel- timeless. Yeah. You think they'll make do an edit where he'll do it for a Blu- <laughs> Blu-ray player and then they'll be like, fixed. Good for now. Yeah, I don't think they'll go to that effort, unfortunately. Yeah, it's shoddy workmanship. I think TV shows, especially... Especially comedies, I think, in a way, are kind of a um, they're a product of their of their time, and they're not, <clears throat> you know, they're not timeless. They are timely, and there's some pop culture references in there that are really great when you see it and it comes out and it's fresh. And then 15 years later, you're like, who who is that or what was what is that referencing? <laughs> in a way that doesn't really it's still timeless to me in a way but yeah there's there's some moments where things happen and you're kind of like oh yeah Simpsons is a little bit broader and more historical like they'll go on yeah. politics or like things that have happened in the world more than they're just like something that Taylor Swift did this week so it's yeah. it's a little bit more timeless I still think I really like um, did you see the the Treehouse of Horrors like the new one no how was it well, the first, because they normally do it in three parts, right? I mean, I think maybe they always do it in three parts. Like each commercial break is a different, right. like the end of right. an an episode, if you will, and the start of a new story. So the first one was um, Bart. He's a he's a student in hell, basically. Like he's discovered that hell nurtures his what he wants to learn in school and his interests more than his normal classroom environment. So he's like really good at finding out how to torture people and stuff like that. Um, and come up with sort of ironic and cruel punishments for people, which is pretty great. (laughs) And the second one was a whole, um, clockwork orange slash Stanley Kubrick, um, tribute and Mo Sislak is narrating the whole thing and he does the whole the whole clockwork orange thing. You know, he has his drogues and like Homer is one of them and Barney is one of them. Um and you know, and the whole the cockney and everything is there. They ha- they even have the music from the clockwork orange, like the whole it's just it's pitch perfect. It's wonderful. Ah. That was great, um, actually. Yeah, and then they bring in some other Kubrick uh, references and things into it. Um, it's it's great. The third the third piece of it was like uh, garbage, but the other two were great. I think yeah, this the show has come around for me. Like the newer the new episodes, some of them are actually like pretty good. Shit, I better actually pay attention to it now. Yeah, maybe. Do you watch, watch this on the, um, the television or do you watch this on Hulu? Where do you where do you even see The Simpsons? Oh, that's a good question. Um, we have our TiVo thing, so we we record it. We record and you have the cable, apps. like a normal person. Yeah, or, I mean, we could watch it on Hulu. But again, and, you know, 
I was joking with Molly about the irony that I am, I get paid to do advertising on a daily basis and I don't want to watch ads. I don't want to watch them. So I don't know, like usually if, especially if I'm going to bed and I'm trying to get into like a bedtime routine, I find TV with like cut with commercials to be really disruptive to that. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, because, so, you know, TV, TV, I mean, the commercials are totally meant to like break you out of it and get your attention. Like they're meant to be the most waking up, like attention grabbing things that they can sort of produce. They mix them louder. You know, they, they just do tons of crappy shit to make you uh, pay attention. So yeah, it yeah. makes sense. So yeah, I mean, I think there are times when commercials don't bother me and on television um, broadcasts. Yeah, I mean, there are times when, well, you know, obviously I'd prefer not to have them. But (laughs) I mean, in sporting events, I I don't know like what other, I don't know. I mean, I guess what what, what should happen in the middle? Oh, well, Um, in soccer, instead, what you do is you just plaster logos and ruin uniforms. (laughs) That's what you do. You just ruin the uniforms of your favorite teams. And, uh, yeah, well, you know, I mean, it's a different, it's a different advertising is a different business model and it's, it's the trade-off is you don't have to pay for it and you get to watch this content, which hopefully is like really good, um, worth watching or you wouldn't be subjected to the ads. Um, but I, I do think that, you know, obviously it would be nice to have an option where you could opt to pay and not, not you know, have to see the ads, which, you know, which is why Netflix is so great. Um, but anyway, well, speaking of, I guess we should maybe just hit it real quick. Uh, the news that, uh, HBO go is going to do subscription only services. Like, you know, yeah. you can just pay and stream next year. It's pretty huge. Yeah, no, it's, it's big news. Um, they haven't actually announced how this is going to happen. Right. But they sort oh, of said wow. that it is going to happen. Is that, is yeah, that I think right? so. I don't think they've been like, it's going to be twenty five ninety nine a month. And you know, Oh, they haven't, they haven't announced the pricing. I don't think either. Yeah. No, they haven't announced pricing or exactly what's going to be covered or how it works, but you know, I'm trying to remember who said this. If it was Reed Hastings at Netflix, it might've been someone else maybe it was like the head of content at Netflix, but he said, our goal is to become HBO faster than HBO can become us. Yeah. Netflix. Right. And yeah, it's not surprising. Um, Cause people have been asking for this for a long time. I mean, I think a lot of people would welcome the opportunity to, to pay just for HBO. Um, but I think you know, as consumers, we're still at the mercy of these cable companies for for bandwidth, for sports, like for other things like that. Um, so it's not. I don't know. This doesn't I don't know fix if everything, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But it's great, you know, to have a legal way to pay for content that that you actually want to watch is great because you encourage all kinds of um, behavior, like you know, bad behavior on the part of the consumer. If you can't give, you can't sell them what they want to pay for. But I was thinking about this actually, cause I was sort of like had a, I had a nice pleasant little conversation with my cable TV provider the other day. Oh, a pleasant one. And yeah, very, very pleasant. Um, cause you know, every year they jack up the, the bill. And then you got to come back and be like, I'm going to leave. And then they go give you, go back to the old pricing. Is that how that works? Yeah. Yeah, that 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 kind of whole um, song and dance. But I was thinking about this, and first of all, I'm not in contract with my cable company. It's just they don't have contracts, so the threat of leaving is definitely like much more of a legitimate threat than most places it would be. But what occurred to me is like this is one of the few businesses, one of the only businesses really that I can think of that treats you worse and worse the longer you're there better of a customer oh you've been a customer with us for four years like now we're gonna screw you extra hard (laughs) now fuck you pay double asshole because now we know that you like it it's so ridiculous that that is like that they think that that's okay it's not it's it's ridiculous i mean i guess the smart the smartest consumer would 
switch as often as possible and just get onto whatever promo the other company is having, assuming you're, you can be served by a couple companies. You, you ride it out for whatever the contract length is. And then you immediately switch to the other one. Yeah. You're really rewarded Um, for your disloyalty (laughs) in that industry. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah, it's a shame. I mean, you know, everyone else tries to reward loyalty. They try to give you points. They try to give you, like, why not flip it and be like, here's, like, you're such a good customer, Adam. Like, here's a free um, six months of HBO for being, like, such a loyal customer to us. Like, that would be, that would be fantastic. But yeah, that never it happens. Like, you know, they should yeah. give you more. Yeah, not it's less. They, it's because they don't have to because they're entrenched and they're monopolies and stuff. Yeah, because because it's a monopoly. Exactly. You're excited about HBO Go? Or are you gonna you're gonna get on? Yeah, board? no, I'll actually pay for it. Currently, I've sort of had to do some weird things with it, and now I'm can actually pay for it. I will, and I will. I'll put down some hard earned money. It'll be great. Yeah, it would be great. I mean, I guess the thing to do would be to get the best internet you can, which obviously, unfortunately, you can't. It's bullshit. Yeah, no, I, I got nothing. Yeah. That's okay. So I, it buffers hard. pretty well. Like, you know, it, it's been fine out here. Uh, and now I'm happy to actually throw them some cash because I think I'm, I'm basically, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, encourage them to keep doing it. Um, yeah. And then, um, of course, we had a conversation about this before and I've seen... HBO people speak and basically say that obviously I I guess they were working towards this at the time they were saying we don't have the infrastructure to to handle the service aspect of being a content provider Mm. like we can't deal with taking customer accounts and giving out things and processing payments yeah that whole thing so it'll be interesting to see how they do that. If they decide to take that in-house, if they contract that out, or if they, um, if the cable companies are still doing it, but basically it's seen as like, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows how this is going to be worked out? Oh, I just thought of another, uh, I just thought of another industry that, that uh, uh, treats you worst, the, the better customer you are. Uh, what is that? Uh, fundraising for political campaigns. <laughs> the oh. DSCC and the DCCC specifically. Oh my gosh. What I mean, I have given less money this year and less often because I am spammed with somewhere between 10 to 30 emails a day filled with like the most clickbaity, spammy headlines. Oh, yeah. <gasps> Mitch McConnell gone and like no he's not what are you talking about what you're just you're just asking for more money by midnight what are you talking about stop stop lying to me like tell me if there's a deadline that's really important if you want to like don't try to just like have nancy pelosi tell me that she needs my personal help in banks oregon like no you don't you don't need any help in banks oregon go away don't lie to me well every every day it seems is a really important fundraising deadline every yeah there's like there's 17 important fundraising deadlines just give me the real ones send me like one per quarter or per whenever you want it and speak to me like an adult instead of like 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 you're from fucking buzzfeed or something i've been getting a lot of phone calls at hours that i don't want to be called oh man um at and it's bad, you know. It's it's worse because I, I I they're basically making me be like, well, now I don't want to be associated with you, and I don't want to donate. Like I still care enough that I I still donate because I'm like, nah, this is actually important to me. But all the other tactics leave make me live it, and I've I've had to un, I've just unsubscribed from their mailing list about seven times, um, and I've you know just left them. Very, uh, very like calm, but like clearly, like clearly uh, negative feedback about what they're doing and why it why it's really dissuading me and people I know from actually helping them out anymore. Um, yeah, I hope they take it to heart because it's just it's just spam. I mean, it's gotten to spam. So that's the other thing. Yeah, they also the better the better customer you are, the more they just cover you in bullshit. Have you thought about? making an ultimatum on these fundraising people and just said, look, I'm going to give you this money. And if I ever get another call from you, I'm just going to like give money to the, to the Republicans. That's it. <laughs> I'm going to give double. If I ever get I another give call double. from you. I will give double to the Republican. I would never do that, but I can, I can lie to them and tell them that you can lie. You can lie to them. Yeah. 
good stuff go the other way oh, um, man yeah it is a shame it is we're in that season of getting bothered politically politically yeah. bothered uh, politically hot, hot, hot and bothered. bothered politically yeah no that's a really that's a really good other example weird thing i i that but that i think is it right like who else like even airlines and airlines are the worst but even they like hook you up with something yeah i mean there's um loyalty programs yeah and you're presumably getting miles or i mean i think on the whole they're probably treating their customers worse and worse <laughs> yes but that is not a function of i guess the amount of time you're with them or something like that right. it's you, just, you still reap benefits from continued uh purchasing from them you know whether yeah. or not that's with weird airline cards or whatever and miles for the traveling like you know you can get hooked up yeah, the interesting thing about the loyalty program is basically the time when you want to do a loyalty program as sort of like a business strategy or whatever, basically it's an acknowledgement that what you're selling is a total commodity. Right. Like there is very low differentiation between your product and your competitor's product and that that's basically the only way you can differentiate yourself. Try to keep low, you know, reduce churn, keep, um, you know, keep your customers and that, that kind of thing. The other people who, who don't really do this, <laughs> but really should a lot more are telecoms are, uh, yeah. are, um, yeah, just AT&T and Verizon. I guess, I guess Verizon's the same thing, but yeah, in terms of, uh, they kind of have a loyalty program in that, Sometimes maybe they'll let you upgrade a little bit faster in order to lock you back in. But I guess if they if they can get you into a contract, they don't need this because you're stuck, and they can like still like get that value back from you. So you can't because if you leave, you have early termination fees. So it's yeah. like they don't actually have to differentiate very much um, and try to do these things. Sorry, they don't have to. They don't have to try to provide loyalty like reasons for you to stick around because they have you in a legally binding contract with financial uh what do you call it consequences for breaking it yeah the the telecom thing is interesting too i mean i guess in a way i mean you can be grandfathered into a good plan so that isn't necessarily um it doesn't necessarily get worse and worse that's true um that's true no you're right you're right it's not it is not an active it is the sort of absence of a loyalty program, not like a screw you for hanging around this long <laughs> program. Yeah. So, so cool, hey, man. buddy. Hi, friend. Hey, friend. Hey. So, <laughs> you, um, did you actually, did I convince you to go out and, and try to use Apple Pay? Yes, you did. You did okay. convince me to use Apple Pay. Fantastic. So, um, did, did you, yeah, did you do it yourself as well? No, I guess, well, first of all, I don't have the six. But oh. I don't I don't have the six, but it occurred to me just like about a half an hour ago that I could have tried to use their online payment thing, right? I, I yeah, you could. I haven't done that yet. Interesting. Have well, you tried it? That's also called Apple Pay, right? Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Absolutely. So no, I haven't I haven't tried that. I wonder, let me see here. Pay. Well, if you want, I will tell you about my first time. Um, yeah. So <laughs> let's talk about, let's talk about your first time. Okay. Well, what about, first of all, you have to add in, you have to add in credit cards um, or debit cards. Okay. Fair enough. Right? Fair enough. All right. So I'll, I'll start from the beginning. So start from that. So I tentatively pulled my wallet out of my pants and I put it on the table. Oh. I pulled two cards, actually three cards out of my wallet and opened up passbook. I only knew I had to open Passbook because, I don't know, I read some blog or something. Because otherwise, how would you know? How would you know this has to do with Passbook and not with something else? It's Boom. in Passbook. It's in Passbook. There's not an Apple oh, Pay son app. Oh, of a bitch. <sighs> it almost ruined the mood. I'm not going to lie. But I found it out. So I figured it out. Everything was cool. All right. So I pull out Passbook and I press the new icon, which looks a lot better because now it has like a little red thing for cards at the top. And like... Mm. It's actually pretty sweet. Like you, you put a little plus on the top right and it scans your credit card and it really quickly like gets all the numbers in there and then like asks you to manually enter the security code on the back. 
Um, so you can't just like give it two random pictures and have it work. You like you have to. I don't really know why that would be a problem, but you couldn't just use a picture of a credit card for it. Like you need to still enter in your security card, uh, your security okay. code on the back. Okay. So you enter them in. It's pretty fast, uh, and then it's kind of weird because you get these cards set up in the app, um, but and you can click on it, but then nothing comes up. There's nothing that you can do. So I didn't really know how this was going to work. So oh, little, right, because there's no there's no payment center there, or whatever. Right. So you entered you entered in all of these three cards. Yeah. Well, one of them didn't work because Chase is an idiot. But the other two right. Were, were... Right, right. So this is problem number one, which is that not every card will work. Yeah, my Chase um, debit card did work, but my Chase business card did not for reasons that I don't understand. Okay, so... And did you do a credit card as well? Yeah, and I did a, a BOA a Visa credit card. Boah. Bank of America. Boah, boah. Banco de America. Um, okay, so that okay, so two of the three worked. Okay, one again, them, also a okay. little bit of a setback, but didn't ruin the mood. I was still, yeah. I was still, you know, kind of excited about it. So yeah. I drove to a Petco, and I found okay. three pallets of cat food and two gigantic <laughs> bags of dog food. <laughs> did you and, say? Did you say pallets? Pallets, <laughs> correct. They're very, they're very large trays. Of oh, cat this food. is a, this is a lot. Um, Boy, okay. All right. And then, you know, I go up to the cash <laughs> register and I see a, a, a beautiful young lady there. She's oh, wearing yeah. a she's wearing a, a knit headband. She's got a nose ring. And she's a little oh, nervous little too. little alternative organ action. I mm-hmm. like it. Yeah. And she's, yeah. you know, she's a little nervous. She doesn't know how it works either. I tell her, I tell her what I'm going to do. She says, okay, give it a shot. So I open up the app. And it's like my body just like knew what to do. Right beneath the card, it says, touch ID, pay with touch ID. And I put my little thumb right on it. I saw the, the little drawings of the fingertips and the, and, the, and the thumbprint draw itself out. Beautiful animation. Blink. Done. It was over. Before she knew it, a receipt just <laughs> spit out of the cash register at her. She was caught unawares. She gave it to me. I signed it. Handed it back, and I left the store. In my haste, I had forgotten a pallet of cat food. She ran after me and said, "Hey, you might need this." I said, "Thank you." Bean. Wow. Yeah. Oh wow, that was beautiful. <laughs> uh, so I got a little turned on there. Yeah, good. Good. That was, that was sexy times. I'm. I'm. Yes, it was very sexy times. What? Wow. So, and you, no, it was, so you, it was, you did um, the payment and then you forgot, you forgot your cat food. Oh, I was just, I, it was just so new and so, so different. I almost left without a single, a whole pallet of cat food. Yeah. Yeah. It was special. Okay. So, okay. So it worked. <laughs> Boy, there's it a did lot. Work. It did work. Yeah. Uh, it worked. It and works and it works quickly. And it, the, the, the weirdest thing about it is that it's, there, there's not enough, um, instructions or things that are like sort of telling you what to expect. Like now that I know how to do it, it's very easy and I won't have a problem with it. But like after I entered in my credit cards, the the thought process was like, well now what, how does this work? Like, what am I going to do with this? Mm. Um, And so that was a little bit weird. Interesting. Okay. So let me just, let me just unwrap this a little bit. I didn't want to interrupt your, your seductive story. Um, Thank you. (laughs) <laughs> did you did you have to tell like so you did you you told her you said i'm gonna use apple pay you know i did say that but she didn't really know there wasn't anything that she had to do on her end she was like yeah oh, okay i think this uh, I think okay so there was a ter- there was a terminal right just like is it a self-service did, were you, was the terminal facing you or was it facing yeah. her yeah the terminal's facing me it's one of the ones it has basically like a little like wi-fi logo on its side yeah and it has like you know certain basically it's an already existing nfc terminal it didn't even have yeah. apple pay did on it, the terminal oh it didn't have the apple pay logo yeah it didn't have a logo on it to let you know do you know if uh petco is an official launch partner or yeah. this is just well, they are I all I, I mean I definitely read an article that said that Petco was a partner that would work. 
you know, that like supported yeah. it. Whether or not that was an official launch partner or it came on after the fact, I, I'm not totally sure. Um, but um, yeah, Apple Pay launches at Petco. I'm looking at the, um, yeah, it's, they're an official partner. Okay, there you go. Um, okay. But, but as I was doing this, you know, I... So, but there was, no, there was no logo on the terminal to let you know that there was a, it accepted Apple Pay or anything. No. Whole um, Foods has put that on their uh, terminals yep, because they know I've how seen, I've, funky cool it is. I've noticed that. And there wasn't any signage or anything in the store that really let you know. Oh, no, no, no. Not at all. Not at all. We're still, we're still in at nerd phase, like true nerd phase. Okay. So, um, so it blinked, you know, the terminal blinked, it received the payment. The terminal um, did not blink. No, your phone blinks and says like, okay, transaction okay. successful. And then okay. it goes, and it just yep. spit out the receipt. She was like, oh, <laughs> she yeah, had no idea. And she's like, I don't know. Did uh, that work? And then it just like, oh, okay. So there was no, you didn't have to, um, enter in your payment type. You didn't no. have to enter in a pin code. No. You didn't have to sign anything. I did have to sign it, but it was a paper receipt that she wanted me to sign. Oh, so she wanted you to s- then sign the paper receipt. Right. Right. Weird. This is just the okay. kind of thing where it's, um, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Was this now granted this is like a new, new experience. Um, mm-hmm. I maybe fumbled a little you, bit more than I normally would. Yeah. <laughs> um, did like, would you, do you think it was like easier or harder than, than just swiping? Swiping a card? Yeah. Uh, uh, theoretically currently harder. Um, right. But, but I, but that may not be the case in the future. I mean, right. Yeah. Harder because it it's was a little new. awkward yeah. because she didn't know what she was doing or you just, again, you didn't really know what to expect. Well, so actually, just, the, the best part about it is that she doesn't need to know any any part of it. She just says, you know, uh, $122. And I and I just pray, pray, hold my thumb on my phone's uh, yeah. ID sensor and it just pays for it. Like She doesn't have to do anything special. There's not an extra thing. It's as if okay. I just swiped a credit card to that terminal. And so okay. it does what it's standard, you know, it does what it does standard. It asks for the signature after a certain, yeah. you know, uh, what do you call it? A certain number of dollars. Um, but right. one thing that I thought was interesting that made me think about how good this is going to theoretically be is that before that, I left this out for dramatic tension purposes because I couldn't think of a good way Ooh. to put it in. But before that, she goes, oh, do you have a Petco card? And I went, oh, yeah, I think so. Somewhere on my keys. And so I yeah, like so you had to dish my out. keys out of my back pocket oh. and I'm like searching through these cards and I'm trying to find it. Like, oh yeah, I do have one. And then I let her scan it, right? Yeah. If this is all integrated and part of Passbook, which seems like a crazy idea, except for the fact that it actually kind of makes sense. Because if I was smart and I had that thing somehow like in my Passbook, I could have been like, yeah, here's my Petco thing. Bleep. Okay, now I'm paying. Bleep. And I could have sort of handled both of those things at once. Yeah. And that would have been all within an app, not having to pull out a wallet and your keys, you know, as two separate things. Yeah. So that actually would have been a, a legitimate improvement in terms of time. Right. I've, yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. And there's sometimes when you need to have a paper receipt or um, there's other times. So it would seem to me that this is not, you know, and I think the media has this fallacy of everything is a killer. Like, oh, this is the wallet killer, or this is the iPhone killer, or the iPad killer, or, you know, everything. And the reality is most of the time, technology doesn't work like that. There's a small set of people that start to use it, and it's like a bell curve. And eventually, you know, it supplants the other technology except in maybe some some use cases um even the fax machine i mean yeah. god i, I think like that's right. been that's been around forever and yet you'd think that email scanning anything could have killed the fax machine but no you know yeah there's still there's still edge cases when you have to fax something, which you know annoys me to no end. It's insanity. But, I hate it when anyone asks me to fax. Anyway, a it's ridiculous. 
and they don't work. It is ridiculous. But anyway, the point is, it's not a wallet. It's not a wallet killer, and it 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 really can't be. No, you you still are going to need your wallet. Um, so it's an alternative way to let you pay. I guess. Right, right. It's yeah. There's no such yeah. As you were saying, there's no such thing as a anything killer. Things gradually get more and less popular, and it's a slow curve. Um, that being said, I can see um, there's a lot of cards that I don't bring in my wallet right now because they're not. I don't use them enough that I'd actually want them in my wallet. But if yeah. I can just scan them in, there might be a reason for me to use a different card uh, some other time. You ah. know, because so for example, Jenna and I both have. Uh, speaking of airlines, we both have uh, Alaska Airlines credit cards because they give pretty good, uh, pretty good uh, like benefits, and you know, yeah. we want the miles we're traveling, yeah, west east coast. All right. So we both have them, but we kind of like switch which one we use. And like we sort of use enough and you get like a companion fare for like really cheap. You get a really cheap uh, companion ticket across the country. Yeah. So we'll use it for a while and then I'll be like, all right, we got the points. Switch and we'll switch over. So at that point, I normally have to like switch which I have to go find the other card. I got to switch it in my wallet. I have to remember, oh, wait, this one's the Jenna one. This one's the me one. Okay. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Well, and if I'm using this, I can just always have both of them in there and just like change which one's at the top of the UI uh, when I, when it's time to switch. But I don't have yeah. to like actually remove them from my wallet <clears throat> or like carry both around in my wallet, which is get it to be a pain in the butt. Um, yeah, I'm really excited to be able to use that as for like ATMs and to not have uh, for not have to take my debit card with me. If there was some way I could actually oh. integrate this with an ATM, that would be oh. awesome. Yeah, of course, right. So, of course, that doesn't exist. Right, right. But, man, can't you see that happening? Where, like, on yeah. ATMs, you have, like, a mix of, um, you have a mix of NFC, you know, of finger, you know, what do you call it? Finger authorization. Yeah. Plus a pin code, maybe. And then, dude, that would be awesome. It would actually be yeah. more secure than your, than your debit it, card as well. I think... Well, I mean, I think these ATM machines are on like a very long upgrade cycle and there's <laughs> a very by long... the fact that they're running Windows 95 most of the time. Yeah, I I mean it's just like they would have to really really upgrade them. I just don't I don't see that happening anytime no, soon. No, I guess not. I guess you're um, right. for like practical reasons. I mean, you're right though. So in a way, yeah, of course the card has other functionality that this thing doesn't, but there might be situations where you could carry more cards. I don't carry all my all of my cards. Right. Um, I leave one at home because it doesn't have any points, like ben- benefits to it really. So it's just good as like in the event that I need a MasterCard or something for some reason, right. which uh, right. almost never comes up. So yeah. But, but you I know, have I, it with me. Yeah. Yeah. So now, now I can have it with me sort of remotely and it's, it's pretty great actually. Um, yeah. The ATMs thing would be the real killer feature because then you can, I mean, I have so many different accounts like for the business and for my personal stuff. Right. That'd be great. And then the other thing that you mentioned that you just sort of touched on was that you didn't think it was really easier to use than um, than a credit card. Not, I mean, so I don't have a lot of things going on, right? I don't have a purse. I don't have a lot of things to fish through to grab my pocketbook or wallet. I have a wallet and a phone in my pocket. So I'm pretty good at pulling the one to hmm. the two cards that I ever use out of a wallet. But, you know, we're we're not we're not the pain point. Like this has never been that hard for us to Although, you know what? Um, this feels, I've only done it once, but it felt like a little bit more reliable than sometimes the strip. I mean, a lot of times my magnetic strips are kind of demagnetized. Yeah. Uh, I don't really know why. And, uh, it takes like, you know, seven swipes before it actually like gets done. Seven's overstating it, but more than three, like I can sometimes do four times. Have you ever seen someone wrap, wrap a plastic bag? Yeah, actually. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they wrap it in some weird thing around the strip, right? I'm sorry. I just keep like okay. hiccuping and hitting the <laughs> mic. So, yeah. Have you ever seen someone wrap a plastic bag around the card and swipe it? It's a it's a hacky thing to apparently to get the credit card to read. I I um, have seen something like this. Yeah. Or I think it was maybe so, maybe it was paper or something someone used. 
I've seen someone use a plastic bag. Um, you bring up a good point. Of course, these cards aren't very reliable. Um, they can bend. They can become demagnetized. Yeah. Um, I don't really, you know, the thing when I saw the announcement and everything and they were talking about Apple Pay, I always felt kind of like Apple was trying to sell it on it being super easy to use. And in a way, you know, of course that makes sense because it needs to be easy to use for people to want to use it. And Apple's known for ease of, I mean, it makes a lot of sense, but I felt like they were kind of overplaying their hand as far as like the only way that, that it's ridiculous gonna, demo. Yeah. The only way it's really going to get used um, on an ease of use basis is if it is actually easier to use than a card. And to me, it doesn't seem like it is. But so, again, but again, that's us, right? We have maybe one to two cards that we actually have to deal with. Like a lot of households have many more cards than that. And if you're yeah. a person who is putting a wallet or pocketbook within a larger purse, all of a sudden this is actually a hell of a lot easier to use. Okay. Okay, I see what you're saying, but it, it's easier to use insofar as that you can get your phone out faster than getting out your wallet. And but, also, and I mean, you know, you have no problems with magnetization. And theoretically, the other thing that they're trying to sell you on is not just ease of use, but security, right? Yeah, well, I think that is, a, to me, that's a much more convincing case. Um, right. Because I think there are some ease of use problems with Apple Pay as it exists right now. One it's, of which is confusing. Is, to start well it's confusing you need to sometimes you you uh do the pay thing you know you do the fingerprint the pay thing and then the screen says amount okay 3379 and you have to press okay oh and now it needs me to sign it okay now i'm signing this for some reason and you know in a lot of ways this this is kind of like because Apple chose to use these existing NFC terminals that they don't have a lot of control over parts of the process. In a way, this is the most, I I just can't think of another example of Apple leaving so much of the experience in someone else's hands that they really, they really can't touch. CarPlay would be the other one I'm thinking of. Oh, right. Like, that's another one where they kind of just have to be like, uh, we'll, we'll sort of have these dumb terminals that can sort of, we can basically airplay, stream certain things to the to this terminal, but we're not going to be able to really control this. The, the timeline's too short and the infrastructure problem is too big. So we're kind of going to be worse and dumber than we want to be. Um, but I think yeah. they're making the right trade-offs here because if they, that that's what matters most in terms of the, Retail payments is that it can work, and they're trying to maximize adoption first, and then maybe push screws later in terms of functionality. Mm. And as terminals get updated with you know newer NFC terminals, they probably also get more intelligent functionality as time goes on. Um, but I think you, what you talked about before we really started this is really the killer feature, which is allowing a better ease of digital payments on the phone. And actually just having it be like a, oh, I want to buy this thing from Amazon or Newegg or whatever. And all I have to do is say, pay with Touch ID. Yeah. And I put my little, or pay with Apple Pay. And I just put my finger on my sensor and bloop, it's entered in my shipping information. It's entered in my billing address. And I can probably, I don't know if it like allows you to pick which card you want to use. Obviously it must. Um, yeah. That is amazing. I mean, think about how many, how much of a pain in the ass it is to like, to like, Enter in your billing address for the seventeenth time uh, on yeah. your on your phone. It's terrible. oh my god with the little and of course you know it won't use the predictive thing because it's you're manually keying in and the address and the whole thing and then it doesn't like your address it doesn't like the format of your address. I mean that is a real pain. Yeah, and it and it stops me from buying things all the time. I'm like, oh, I'll just do this on the computer, and then sometimes I don't convert it you to don't a computer it. purchase. Yeah, so that think, is yeah, yeah. I wonder. I mean, that is something where they actually probably do have much more control over. 
Um, and it right. is the ease of use problem is a real problem and not kind of like a contrived problem. Um, and I don't know. I mean, you, you brought up a really interesting point though, that they were opting. And I think you're absolutely right. They were opting for this to be ubiquitous as much as they could versus making the user experience really shine. Yeah, this and, is one of those things where you have to. And, but I have to say, man, like for their part, for that animation of the thumbprint and stuff, like the pieces that were there were were actually like really well animated, like really looked great. And it was uh, so it was like it was funny cuz like it was surprising, but like to intuitively have it be like pay with touch ID, you know, and not have it come up by mistake any other time I've looked at it. But like only when I'm in the store and I say, you know, and I put my finger on the touch ID sensor and then bloop, it's done. That was, that stuff's pretty cool. Um, so it's not perfect. There's still like a lot of work to do, but I think they're making the right trade-offs now in everything but education, right? Like there should be like a, how does Apple pay work button? Like there should be a question mark button within Passbook. And there also should be like, they should have maybe renamed Passbook Apple pay. Or, you know, something. Mm. You know what I mean? Like maybe it still has passbook like features and stuff, but it's clear that it's Apple Pay. Um huh. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Because that's the worst part for sure. Yeah, because this is sort of I mean, this is a marquee feature of the phones. Yeah. Right. This is if there's a reason, I mean, I guess it has a bigger screen and you know, the the only new feature, I think, unless I'm wrong, is that is the Apple Pay. No, I think you're right. I think one of the only, I think that is the only thing that you cannot do on a 5S is Apple Pay. I'm trying to think what else is there. Do you think as a, do you think as a 5S user, I can do the Apple Pay online thing, but not the in-person Apple Pay thing? I don't know. Do you want to do a brief Google break to, in order to answer that question? <laughs> okay. I don't know. Okay. So at this point, you have to like you have to like uh, splice in some music of like like mm-hmm. like like crisis room stuff. You know, like more like twenty four, like twenty four crisis mm. music, maybe. Yeah. Apple. Uh- web what do you call it you apple pay web i don't thing? know it's hard it's hard because if i it seems to me that you can only do apple pay with the six and there's no like even it says an easier way to to pay with an apps on iphone 6 ipad air 2 and ipad mini 3 you can also use apple pay to pay with the single touch within apps so that means Ooh. that it seems like even though they should let some anyone be able to use Apple Pay um, without the NFC, they have opted to say it's Apple Pay or it isn't Apple Pay. This is interesting. Why would this be the case? Okay, Maybe so the just... only thing I could think of is that this payment is kept in a place similar to the touch ID information. Secure like, enclave, if you will. A secure enclave. Yeah, maybe that is what it is. And there actually might be a physical there might be part something. of the chip. Yeah. I don't know. With encryption and stuff, I don't I, I'm get I guess there's something. Or, you know, it could just be like a marketing play where um and I don't mean this for like malicious reasons, like Apple needs you to, you know, wants you to, to um, only, you know, get the six so you can do this and they're not going to allow, but what do you call it? You know, we're running into, we're running into word issues, Apple pay mm. online, Apple pay in store. I mean, there's like weird things going on. Like we can't really even talk about it. So, you know, yeah, it is kind of weird. No, oh my god. Yeah, dude, you're you're absolutely right. All right, scroll all the way down. They even have a they even have checkboxes that tell you Apple Pay is compatible with these devices. iPhone 6, iPhone yeah. 6 Plus in apps and in stores for both of those. iPad Air 2 and iPad Mini 3 apps. Uh in apps, yes, in stores no. 
Oh, yes, because they don't have Watch. The they don't actually have yeah. the NFC chip, I guess. Apple Watch. In apps, no. In stores, <laughs> yes. That is so that is so interesting, isn't it? It's really weird. All right, so let's see here. Lyft, Instacart, Spring, whatever, Staples, these are the apps. But let me click on the Apple guy. So I hope it means Safari, because that's really the only thing that you really want. It. You want it in, in web browsers. That's where you really want to be able to pay with this stuff. Oh, I guess that would be cool, like for some sort of like if I can just do it, touch ID. I guess if AT and T could be like pay your pay your monthly thing, I could be like fine, fuck you, bloop, I authorize it. You know, yeah. like that that would be pretty cool. Um, it would it would be interesting, really, really interesting. Yeah, I mean, so you know, they kind of explain it to you here how you how you rock it and roll it. But uh, I I agree, I agree with everything you're saying about the education. I. You know, I was going to make an argument that they should have rolled this out um, piecemeal. Um, maybe they could have said it's in beta and it's only in beta at the Apple store, you know, and Apple can control every single point of this and they can iron out the kinks. Like, for instance, again, requiring signatures over a certain amount. But um, what are you going to, but the problem is that that isn't going to change. Like it doesn't, it's not the beta process on their end. It's the, it's the, that, that's like, um, that's the existing infrastructure. Like, I think it is the policy of the store that says, no, like you can use this to pay, but when it's over a hundred dollars, I want a signature for it. Cause I'm worried about the, I'm worried about the fraud implications. Like that's their policies and those policies have to change if you wanted to change it, right? Either that or it's just this software that's already loaded in the terminals. So if Apple's not going to be able to change the terminal software or be able to change what's going on, the policies of the individual stores, what does a beta period even help you with? Yeah, because well, that's a good point. The basic mechanics of how it worked like went fine, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I had, I had read something. I read this um, Recode article about um you know they went around and tried to make all these different payments cvs mcdonald's etc and they said that the in the apple store acquired a um a signature and but that was something that they apple said they were going to change and it wasn't going to require a signature anymore so oh interesting well that that they should have gotten over that that's that's a clear miss Maybe you're totally right. If this is a network effect thing, you try to build this up as quickly as possible. My fear is that if the ease of use is not there mm -hmm. and it is a pain to use, people don't well, it's not, know. It's not worse. That's what I would say, right? Like it yeah. would be a great win if it was way better for everyone. For me, it's okay. pretty equivalent. For someone with a purse, it may be a market plus. Yeah, and it would be a plus for me in that I might be using wanting to use cards that I'd forgotten at home, right? So yeah. for all those things, it's better. But just in terms of like mm. a guy who normally uses either a business or a personal credit card for everything, it's not as hard. But it, but again, I don't. I wouldn't say it was worse. Yeah, and that's very important. Like it's as frictionless as that experience that I'm already trained in. Uh, and now, you know, who knows, maybe actually I'll find that to not be true once we go further. But it's 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 not mm. bad yet. Anyway, that's all I'd say. It's not bad. It definitely needs time to ramp up. You've used it. it you think it's equivalent and possibly better, especially if you have to yeah. dig around for the wallet and things yeah. like that. Um, yeah, it's definitely not think, worse. Yeah, I do think that this is a moving target and things mm, will get better. True. Things like you know, maybe even receipts, maybe loyalty stuff. All of this is going to eventually work its way into this platform. And even... That's true. That's a good idea. I mean, you think about something like budgeting, right? It's kind of like a pain to actually even see how much money you're spending every month. I know because I recently tried to do this to try to see how much am I taking in every month, how much, you know, versus rent and versus um, insurance and everything else. So 
But basically, at this point, what I had to do was go through my bank statements, go through multiple credit card statements, itemize everything, um, uh. add it up. You know, I mean, I did. I made a spreadsheet. But if if a lot of this stuff is getting sucked into the same place, like there might be like a real practical use where you have a platform now that's, that's pulling all this stuff in together. And then of course it is way more secure than using a credit card. Um, I think I had my credit card. <clears throat> maybe some, maybe someone stole the number somehow. I started seeing some weird, um, charges and chase kind of, um, they just sent you a new card, right? Yeah, they did. Um, like they're they just like, me, okay, this is clearly faked. All right. <laughs> they got me on the phone for a while and they're like, did you go to the gap and make a purchase for $6 and 52 cents a week and a half ago? And I was like, no, no, I didn't. And I can't, I couldn't even think about like what that would be. What did I buy? Like a pair of like, socks or something on sale? In Bulgaria? <laughs> like, no, no, I did yeah. not. And there was a store, um, proof in the proof in the pudding, which I thought is a very cute name for a store that I also didn't shop at. Is that for alcoholic uh, puddings? I have. <laughs> that's very. That's very cute. Yeah, we only do figgy pudding and Christmas pudding, just basically boozy rum soaked puddings. Yep, super boozy puddings. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know what that store is, but they need to forfeit their name to me, and then we need to go into the, the booze pudding business. The booze pudding. Yeah, puddings are big. Yeah. That will be the next thing in Brooklyn. You'll see. It'll start in Brooklyn. But Paduzzi, Paduzzi, Padiski? We have to think of a better word for boozy puddings. That one's not, that one's not doing it for me. <laughs> the proof is in the pudding. So... Yeah, these cards, I mean, they do get swiped or stolen or, you know, you have it at a bar yeah, and they take your card away. Oh, you forget it at the bar because you're so drunk. But I, yes. you know, yes. I guess this wouldn't really solve that problem because, again, they're not going to take your phone. They're not going to like, you know, like this doesn't solve that problem. You still have a you still have a card floating around. It might just be the thing where you just wouldn't do tabs. You'd be like, can I get another one? And they'd bring up the little scanner and be like, bloop, thanks. Yeah. And you just sort of do that multiple times. Um, hmm. I guess I'd prefer that. I don't know. I mean, it's hard to say. Hmm. Whether or not so I, I like the tab. If it's, more, if it's more secure, then that's, that's a good thing. I think that that, I mean, the risk you run into, um, I mean, in marketing, you're really supposed to pick like one thing. Mm-hmm. And that that one thing is something that you can win on, and it's something that is true. People have to respond to that thing and know that it's true. And because you're not gonna, the reality is you're not gonna get people to remember <clears throat> multiple attributes about your, you know, about your product. That's why all this like feature based stuff doesn't work with like, Oh, it is this feature and this feature and this feature and this feature, like nobody cares. So if that is the one thing that it can do really well, that car, that cards can't do well, then that's a good, I mean, that's something they can, they can sell and say the most secure way to pay versus the easiest way to pay or something like that. I mean, it's just, it's, it's tough though. Cause security is so boring by comparison. It is boring. And maybe, you know, a lot of the costs are borne not by the consumer, but by the banks and everything, but Hey, nobody likes getting their identity stolen and their cards. And, um, you know, I ran into a, a, a period where I had to pay with cash because they had canceled my card because of, you know, the gap and proof in the pudding and what have you. And so I don't know. And, and then of course, if there's some sort of security, I think, no, I think you're, I think you're at it, man. Like all these like target breaches, the home Depot breaches, like tons of these things are happening. People are getting paid new cards. Like, and that is in the news. And so to, to focus on that, it actually probably could have still been a win 
I, I they must have thought of this and then decided that it still was too much of a mixed message and that to go with ease of use was still probably the one that had more traction. But I yeah, kinda, I, I'm not sure. The other problem is, of course, you open yourself up for like a big fail with the security thing because all you need is for some like boneheaded um. article or some exploit or something that someone can do in a lab that isn't replicate, you know, you can't replicate in, in real life or isn't actually a problem. And then, then you've just shot yourself in the foot. Um, so I, I don't know. I mean, maybe they just, maybe they thought it was too risky or maybe they thought it wasn't sexy enough. Um, I don't know. Maybe they couldn't, maybe, Oh no, I bet. I know what it is. Maybe they had a really, they knew they were going to have a really hard time talking about security based on the iCloud photo leaks oh, that were yeah. still very much in the news at that point. That's funny. We're, yeah. We've like already forgotten about it, but I think it was a little bit stronger. And remember the Bend, uh, Bend Ghazi? Benghazi. Yeah, Bend I'm, I'm, I'm loving that's already over too. That um, whole thing, yeah. I mean, it would seemed like the biggest thing in the world for about a week and then it went nowhere and everybody just forgot about it. It, it well, was, it's crazy. Yeah, that's I mean, it's kind of ridiculous. I think it was, you know, it was a manufactured issue that some guy could just, some like big guy could run, like try to try as hard as he can to bend it and successfully bend it. I mean, people can bend all kinds of things. <laughs> that should yeah, be exactly. Exactly. I I can't think of the last time I've tried bending any of my any of my technology products. It's it's not really come up in practical use. No, no, it has not. Um, yeah, whatever. That, that shit's ridiculous. But uh, cool, man. but yeah, no, no. I think, but I think you. I think the the iCloud hacking thing was really on everyone's mind, and so I think they may have been mm. forced into talking about security a little bit more loosely and focus on ease of use. And again, you know, who did they pick to do it? They picked a lady with a purse and a bag to yeah. go through in, to, in order to find her wallet in the first place. The funny yeah. thing about that is that she'd probably have to do the same thing to go find her phone. Phone, yeah. <laughs> right? But um, That's true. Well, everybody you know, knows, I mean, everybody knows where your where their phones are. I mean, even... You know, it's become yeah, so yeah. You probably have like a it's phone become pocket. so ubiquitous yeah, that yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, but yeah, I mean, there there are times we've all seen, we've all been there when the lady has to dig through her wall, her um, purse to find the find the cell phone. Have you noticed um, that there's some geo aware payment stuff that happens? No. So what I've noticed, like I have certain apps like Starbucks and um, Sweetgreen is a wonderful purveyor of salads in Washington and now yeah, like increasing we the East time. coast. Yeah. Um, so I'm like walking out of the subway station and I go onto my home screen and there's a little sweet, sweet green logo here in the lower left. Um, because I have their app, which is awesome and it bundles loyalty and it, it, it lets me pay. And it's fantastic. Huh. And so they, you just swipe it and there's actually, um, you know, it, it knows your location and it just brings up a uh, QR code, which you just put up to the thing and it scans and you're done. And it is easier than paying um, with a credit card. And the loyalty is built in. Why, so now why, every, why do you say it's easier to pay than, with it, than a credit card? I think it's easier because, um, God, I don't know. It feels better, right? Like it feels better. It feels better. I guess you're right that it's like probably I, not easier. Right. Cause like, well, that's the thing. It's like, cause in, in a way it's like, you're, there's a somewhat, there's like a little bit more complexity cause you're clicking on an app and you're opening it up and whatever. But then it's just like, it's this great, cool thing. It's like, bloop, awesome. And it, there's something about not having to get it out of your pocket, which is, which is cool. Like I don't, like really, if I think when I try to break it down, like I bet I could do it in just I guess easier and how much time did it take are different things. It's and I, I'm thinking about it in terms of time, but really, yeah. What I yeah I want to do, and I was telling you this, but what I would like to do would be to just 
use a stopwatch and time, do a bunch of trials, do like 30 trials of someone, just random people using Apple Pay, see how long that takes. And then, you know, just using a credit card. Um, do, you know, maybe, do you know what actually I'm thinking of though about this? As you're saying, this is, this is so interesting because way back in the day when the Mac started up, there were, you know, they were bringing, you know, they had sort of the mouse, but they still had keyboard shortcuts and they timed people and they saw like whether people did things more quickly with the mouse or with keyboard shortcuts. And people were even like digging around in menus. People were generally faster at using the mouse than using keyboard shortcuts. And they went like, all right, great. We're just going to kill all keyboard shortcuts because clearly people are faster on the mouse. But if you asked people, which they felt say faster. The shortcuts they say keyboard shortcuts. Fast. That makes yeah. the whole thing feel faster. And mm. this could be one of those things as well, right? Like you might actually be able to pull a card out of your wallet way faster than you're able to dial up an app, but it may feel like way more work. And that may be the win here, that it's more seamless. It may feel like more work. And maybe, you know, again, we only take out our wallet when we need to pay for something, right? And we take out the phone all the time. Yeah. Um, for me, um, here's here's a weird here's a weird um, use case. You want to talk about a weird use case? Um, yeah. So Molly has a custom salad that she gets at Sweetgreen. <laughs> and like, how 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 custom? Um, I can tell you what the Molly the Molly salad is. Yeah, let's get the Molly Give salad up on the boards here. So. Um, and do you want to know how frequently I get the salad? It's actually under her contact. In, like in her, I added it in under her like actual address, you know, address book contact thing. Wow. So the, the Molly salad at Sweetgreen, kale, chickpeas, dried cranberries, sweet potatoes, pecans. They're like ca- candied pecans, Parmesan oh. crisps, olive oil. No vinegar. It's delightful. Yeah, she just likes the olive oil. Um, but Ooh. so I already have my phone out because I can never remember what her salad is. I have the phone out. I'm looking at it and they're making a salad for her. They're making a salad for me. I have the phone out. I have her salad and I'm reading it to them. Meanwhile, I just start to type, you know, SW. I start to type in sweet green and the app pops up and uh-huh. boom, here's payment. <laughs> right? Ooh. So it's it's not hard to do. And again, they're rewarding you to do it. I have $9 in free credit that's available because I spend too much money at Sweet Green. Um, it's all baked in. I don't have to think about it. And my phone is already in my hand. Right, because so, you're walking down the street. You know, and I guess... You know, it's this versus, okay, so now let's imagine my phone is in my hand. Okay, now I need to pay with the wallet. Okay, probably going to put this away. Mm -hmm. Right. Go into my wallet. Fish out the card. Here's the card. Okay, I'm paying. Swipe. Put it back. Mm -hmm. Put Mm -hmm. the thing away. It's not even that it's not the time necessarily. It's how much of a pain it is to do something. Right. Totally. That, 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 I think that's what... Is it annoying? I mean, every time I take out my wallet, I, you know, I check, I try to see that like things haven't fallen out. Sometimes, you know, change falls out or a little, you know, I mean, it's not like likely, but you feel exposed, don't you? Like when you take out your wallet, like you feel a little, you feel a little exposed, right? There's a little kind of insecurity... Well, I'm the idiot that actually does drop cards. Like, I actually do drop cards sometimes. Like, I'll pull something yeah. out and I pull out another card, but I mistake because I'm an idiot. And uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, it, it's true. Or if you have to fish around for the card, it, like it's not the card that you normally use that you have in front, then it's like, okay, I'm pulling out five cards. I'm sifting through them. Like, I hope I'm not dropping anything. <laughs> so... I think, man, yeah, ATMs. Once you can do deposit stuff too, right? 
you might then you really might just take one card with you for emergencies and do everything else here. I know ATMs aren't likely to happen anytime soon, so maybe that's just a dumb pipe dream. But if they could, hmm. if you could do debit stuff and do bank transactions. Like what if um what if just like with ID like you could get just verified at the bank or somehow and like, you know, I guess you hmm. don't need to do that. I don't know what the heck it would be, but if you th- if you think about it, right? Because what is the concern with an ATM, right? The concern is that someone is going to come in or like come up behind you and make you, I guess, give them money, right? Or take the card. Right. Sure. I mean, I guess it's, I guess that would still probably exist if you had to use your phone as the authentication. The good thing is that if they took the cards, I mean, I guess they couldn't do anything with it anyway. They took the phone, they couldn't do anything with it, but they'd have your phone. So I guess it's probably worse. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, I think it's less of that. I think I it's know. more like, um, you know, it's just it's just having to carry around less cards with you. Like, you know, I'm always in, in yeah. search of like a thinner and smaller, 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 smaller wallet. And like, that's one of those only objects that keeps getting remade on Kickstarter uh, our wallets, just because there's not a perfect wallet yet. Do you know uh, Blink? Like that thing where you could just touch your credit card to the to the um, terminal and it would it would uh, pay. So you need to have one no. of these cards with. Um, I guess it has some sort of NFC in it. Yeah, yeah. There are chi- there do. are cards with you have that already. Oh, you already do. No shit. Yeah, I do. I've had it for a while and. I did that a few times and then it just became very clear that it didn't work consistently Um, or the terminal didn't work or I had to like tell the person, no, I'm paying with, I'm just going to touch it. Don't like bring up the swipe thing. You know, it just, (laughs) Uh it got, it, it got super awkward. And now, I mean, I don't, I don't use it anymore. I just, I just don't want this. I think this has a lot of promise and I, I don't want it to die just because the, the, the kinks aren't worked out and it's maybe marginally easier to use or something. Um, like I want it to be a hundred percent easier to use. You know, I want it to be like really great and not just like, Oh, it's good enough. And we'll, no. yeah, no, I, I but, get it. But I well, think it's impossible. I mean, it's impossible without Apple having their own terminals or not using NFC at all, which is, I don't know. I had thought, because when all these NFC rumors came out, I was like, this is never going to happen because of all these problems with these terminals. And I thought they could come up with some other scheme for this. I also didn't believe it. uh, NFC to me always stood for no fucking chance. (laughs) (laughs) 